0: spit all out all over my fist warning supernatural the crossroads contains adult language and discussions if you're easily offended do not continue to listen
1: of supernatural the crossroads we are back after a very very long break a goddamn disease spreading around and screwing all, all of our lives and television shows to boot but we're finally back to discuss supernatural season 15 episode 14 last holiday with only 7 episodes left no. we were left with one of the biggest cliffhangers in modern history thanks to covid-19 we had essentially two mid-season finales sort of deal yeah which doubled the, the the excitement on that front but fuck man what was that 6 7 months it's been rough i think it was 7 months almost
0: they got lucky though they got lucky they did. And that sounds awful, saying COVID-19. Well, no, but, but compared to other shows. Right, you're absolutely right. Compared to other shows that just got screwed over, at least our show ended with something that really did feel like a season finale.
1: Right. It had a good cliffhanger with Jack, with the Occultum, him getting his soul back, the tease of the Garden of Eden. I mean, that's that's Kripke-era first Storyline shit when they went to what I think is season five, Dark of the Moon, where they go up to heaven and see the garden and all these other things. Billy's reveal of the big plan to take on God like these were huge mid season finale esque developments. So it was probably good that they ended there. I mean, we when we say lucky, we're talking other shows either didn't have that luxury or were killed outright, or I mean how many shows in the industry were about to start production and only for that to get completely shit canned and maybe move projects at that point to something that's more viable. Thankfully that didn't happen to us. Thankfully supernatural was all the way through except for the last two episodes and they were able to come back and, finish up production. I
0: think that was smart for the writers and the producer. I should say the producers to make that decision to say, Hey, listen, let's not just come back for two episodes.
1: No, I agree. I think that was a good talk about losing momentum. They would have lost momentum. It was, it was, I mean, arguably you could have been like the big finale event and build up to that potentially. Yeah. But I think it was better to give us several episodes to come back to and not just hope everyone returns that one week and catches it.
0: Because it also would have felt like a a mini-movie event, and that's not really yeah. the feeling I want for the ending of Supernatural. I want that seven-plus episode build-up. Build up. Yeah. yeah, I want that yeah. entire you,
2: road. You want to edge all the way up to the very last episode. You really do. Yeah, yeah just, you don't want to just put it in and die. No, absolutely, because, no, I mean, if yeah. you put your 6.9 in, you're done. You got to wig yeah. a little bit. And, yeah, spit on it. You've been working this for 15 years. Yeah, yeah dude, I mean, you've been gonna, in and out for 15 years. Your dick's probably hurting. Oh, we were talking, talking about a show? Hey,
0: so on um, on our, really fast, I'm going to interrupt the show, mm-hmm. on Discord, within our listener chat for our Patreon subscribers, Miss Monkey 9920 said that we should review the Supernatural porn parody.
1: Oh, my God, there's a porn parody? That's it exactly what I said. Christmas I've... came wait, early. Wait,
2: wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I have to sit here and watch porn with you guys? You don't have a reform. <laughs> Just pretend we're on an island. <laughs> are we going are... <laughs> to? Stupid.
0: Uh, for that, head on over to the boys. I
2: can do what I want.
0: <laughs> she posted a link
2: oh, in the chat. Please click it. Parody. No, I'm not going to I don't complete. want
0: to derail the show, so but, no. But we, we'll save it. But we need to cover this during. Are we going to do it? Helados. Okay, this will be real on question, our,
1: our list of shows to do. Is this going to be a traditional review where we all watch
0: it at home, or is just going to be a Ryan thing? No, we're going to. Well, we could we watch do, as a group. We could do a mystery spot.
2: I really don't want to watch that with you guys.
0: What if we did a mystery spot though? I
2: I don't want to watch that. Ryan's afraid there will be a mystery spot. Why? I don't. There will be mystery spots. I don't want to get a mystery spot in my pants. Okay, like <laughs> You want
1: to jerk off to it, but you're afraid that all of us yeah. laughing at it will yeah. make it too weird. Yeah,
2: I got to make sure that I, I, I watch it at home so I can get he off. Just, he, yeah. Yeah, so I don't want to get off. We'll discuss you.
1: that later. That's not important. Yeah, <laughs> so this is going right to be now. added to our list. Oh, that's on the list. Garen fucking T, that's on the list. If we're going to read some of that shit that we've done before, we're going to do the porn parody.
0: Yeah, so we'll watch this in our own homes. Yeah. And then... <laughs> In <laughs> the review, and then, dot dot dot. In the review, we also have to talk about the the
2: moment when we decide to How, just say what what's the scene and made you jerk out. off. <laughs> the jerk off scene. How long into the episode did you wait until you, you know, whipped out know, your ding On we'll come up with rules. Just. Reel it in!
0: What a <laughs> filthy show! This is a filthy I show. I want come show.
2: back, dude. I
0: know people are like this well, episode's
2: last holiday with grandma. You know <laughs> We're talking about
0: <laughs> jerking off. You know what? My friend been telling me I should listen to this show. They really like Supernatural. Let me tune
2: in. And that's where I whip my dick oh out. Oh my god! <laughs> How long into the episode, you guys? Yeah. All right.
1: Blah blah blah. Anyway, come. I do think it. <laughs> I do think it was a good move <laughs> for them to. Slow roll that not not it, it kind of sucks because they came back for two episodes, but I think ultimately it'll it'll pay off. In the I think long so. Run. I think so. Now, with that happening, we do return to an episode that at face value can be shrugged off as a so what? Because unfortunately, we had that big season like cliffhanger without a mid season premiere built into it. So this episode is not intended for anybody to return at this point and see this. It's intended to just be one of those ones within the queue week to week. Uh, It does have some merit serving as a, a bit of a sad, somber reminder that the end of the road is in fact coming. I mean, the title alone is last holiday for Christ's sake. This is really, I mean, you said it probably the best, Mike. It's kind of a way for them to see what is at stake here. We're, A lot of folks were complaining, and we have our own feelings that we'll get to about this episode. And with the expectation and the hype or just the genuine desire to see a new episode after such a long break, another helatus, it is understandable. But with where this episode is, it's one of those ones where we probably will all have to go back and rewatch in sequence.
0: I honestly believe when you go back and watch, let's say, all of season 15's out, and you watch... You're binging, this episode isn't going to feel as rough as some are saying. It's just not. But, but, you know, putting this episode within the context of the season, Mm -hmm. it does work. As long as what they set up in this episode, the whole idea of the last holiday, this is the last time these group of gentlemen are going to be happy. We're going to get all those birthdays in, all those Christmases. If that really has meaning for our characters. That this is their last holiday. This is the last hurrah. The calm before the storm, Thomas, mm-hmm. and it ends bloody, then this episode will stand up. It, it and it will hold up, I should say.
1: It can be better in that respect, in that hindsight, with the stakes truly being that large.
0: I mean, it's quite reasonable when you look at everything they did in this episode to assume that this is the last time we will see Sam and Dean in any capacity enjoy themselves. It almost doesn't fit. If this episode was to come, let's say third to last, you'd oh, be, scre- be fucking, you'd be scratching your head. Like that'd shit. be fucking weird. I mean, it's also it's, and you can even say it's questionable now. Like, it, I mean, I would happy and excited for lunch. And grabbing a bag and going off and killing yeah. baddies—it's questionable. However, how they did it, you can swallow it and accept what they're saying. What the purpose of this episode's
2: about? Sometimes you just have to swallow it and accept it. As long as you know it's coming. What? Right. Come for me. Come for now. <laughs> Spit it all out, all over my fist.
0: <laughs> I can do whatever I want. You know it's coming, and you can blink first. Oh.
2: I'm going to blink 17 times if I'm going to come. Wait, <laughs>
0: what, kind what of I tell? Bad, <laughs> now, this
1: episode, I mean, it did have a mix of. And I think that's the thing is, like you said, in hindsight, if we go back and look at this one compared to others, it might work a little bit better. Juxtaposing the universe erasing shenanigans of the previous few episodes and how foreboding and dark those are conceptually with this. Rather tame and and down-to-earth just enjoying the holidays and one, one another's company, yeah. it can work. But it will depend entirely, as you said, on what continues after this. If this was a brief respite that might work for them,
0: we'll see. Yeah, there's a lot that... I don't know. I mean, there there's... As I said, this episode's a little complicated for me because I just like Ryan said during the pre-show like we didn't hate it. It wasn't a bad episode. You had to understand. In the grand scheme of things where it lands and when you look at what they were doing with this episode using certain aspects to flesh out some last minute ideas to see where Dean is at to see where Jack is at when you look at it that way the way they wrapped this episode up using the wood nymph and getting them to communicate and talk. It does work and it serves its purpose. It's a little cartoony at moments. I mean, that's what you're going to get from the writer, Jeremy Adams. I mean, he's the very gentleman that wrote Scooby natural and there are various cartoon elements to this episode. In fact, if you look at Jeremy Adams resume as a writer, he wrote Mortal Kombat Legends, the cartoon. He wrote Teen Titans Go. He wrote Monkey Kid, A Hero is Born. The guys Great are show. Oh, and DC he had Superhero season. Girls, Lego Jurassic World, Lego DC Comics, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, the short film, Lego DC Superheroes. He's literally a cartoon writer. Right.
1: And that might be where some of it comes from. I, I've, I, his previous episode was episode seven, Last Call. And I think, you know, without getting too much into it just yet, because I want to discuss Did he actually morning, write that episode? He wrote Last Call this season. Oh, you're right. That was his previous one. I think this shares a lot of similarities to that one, where it's one of those that there's aspects of it that work conceptually, and there's some execution that is flawed.
0: And I think why that episode ultimately succeeded for us, because we did enjoy that episode, was because Eamon Catarelli was the director. And that guy... That guy's the boss. That guy's really fucking good. Yeah, uh, we were not that kind of that one. We were rough on some things. We were rough we, on some
1: oh, things, but we enjoyed like watching it.
0: We liked what it was doing. Yeah, for Dean, I
1: believe that's
2: like a lot yeah. of porn that I watch. He likes it's it, rough, but he likes it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'm into some weird <laughs> shit, guys. Don't worry about it. And if you want to hear more
1: about that weird shit, be sure to head on over to our Patreon (laughs) page where you can pledge to help out the network, help out the shows, and catch all the Supernatural pre-shows where we have random discussions both about the show that we're reviewing, things that don't quite fit into the normal discussion, musings and thoughts, literally whatever comes to our mind at the moment. And you can see all of that content and more. You'll get everything below that $3 tier if you pledge to that tier. And it gives us stuff like supernatural content and additional shows, other things on the network as well. So go on to patreon.com slash Digital and subscribe. Every bit helps us stay on the air, do new things. And we cannot thank you all enough for doing it. All right. So let's get into it here. This episode was directed by Eduardo Sanchez and written by Jeremy Adams. Sam and Dean free a wood nymph that has been trapped in the Men of Letters bunkers since 1958. And she makes life in the bunker much easier for them. But the boys must soon contend with Mrs. Butters' overprotective nature when she becomes determined to protect them at any cost.
2: Spoiler alert, her name's Mrs. Butters. Thank you. That's a weird weird synopsis. I only thought of South Park. (laughs) Now Uh, the big the big
1: element of this one that we were all hopefully we were all looking at after the previous episode was Jack so let's start there this episode was for the most part used to pose the question with him essentially where the fuck is he at now last we see of him he got his soul back he feels things again Uh, and when we take into account everything that Jack did while he was soulless including the murder of Mary Winchester, we as an audience and essentially Sam and Dean have the question, can we move on from that now that he feels guilt and remorse now that he died and came back and they kind of had some grieving now that they know Chuck is a manipulative piece of shit. Who's controlling the entire situation. Can they move past that? Or do we need to take a moment and ask the questions that has been raised since his literally since his conception is Jack a monster or can all be forgiven. And I think this was, that was definitely the most important aspect for me was now that he has his soul back, how will he be different? How will he act? Will he have regret and remorse and shame and all these things that come with having a soul that he, they had to, they had to do some of that. And, when we come back to those same questions that really does answer it is jack a monster no should all be forgiven also no
2: <laughs> also no but very
0: very tough situation you can't hold it over them, but at the same no, time but there's it, a difference it, when you look at the the fine art of killing of writing just in general when you look at some of the best pieces of literature even when someone is not in control and they sin they commit a gross sin. I mean, look at some of the Greek epics. Yeah. There's always a price to pay. Yes. You may be forgiven by your peers. You may be forgiven by the people that are around you, but does that mean in a cosmic sense, you are forgiven? Will there be a comeuppance? and I don't think it all is forgiven. No, I think it's too big of a sin. Even with Sam, when he lost his soul, There were things that he struggled with. I want to say into season seven that were consequences directly connected to things or decisions he made while running around without a soul.
2: Yeah. But Sam got hotter when he had no soul. So like, that's true. He got abs and like, you know, he's banging prostitutes, banging pros, you know, like banging pros. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I think, I think it's a
1: good point though, because you know, even if Sam and Dean were to say, all's forgiven, we're good. Jack's not going to forgive himself. It's not within traditional human nature. And to we just don't be want like, Oh, either. we're
2: good now? Cool. I won't
1: ever worry Sweet. about I, it again. Yeah,
2: I won't ever think about murdering your mother again. Like, no, that's anytime, not how real life
1: works. Anytime we wrong someone that we really, truly care about, that you never really forgive yourself for it.
0: No, but it has to be sidelined in, yes. in connection to Jack, because we all know Dean, the audience. We may not be officially ready to say, yeah, Jack, come on in. Welcome back to the fold. But the point was made in this episode that God is coming and he had he has plans to kill everyone. And Jack is the greatest chance at stopping him. Yeah. So and- that's what's most important right now.
1: That is, that, and that does work. I think that whole, they may kind of forgive him enough right now to work with him. And, you know, they still have that kind of father-son relationship with the kid. There's still going to be tension. It's still going to be strained, but they know that there's a bigger threat. And I think that's one of those things that there's going to be some sort of recompense or or comeuppance. And I think, honestly, Jack to prove how ultimately altruistic and good he is, will probably be the one to put that penance on himself. It won't feel right if Sam or Dean punish Jack. What will feel right and what will feel truly like he's a Winchester is for him to say, I have to do this in some sort of grand sacrifice, sacrifice. in some sort of giving up something he wants You know, I I think you could easily fit that brother end of season eight Dean and Sam trials kind of scene where one is distraught by what they did and the other one forgives them. We could have another one of those. We had that in the season 12 with Mary and Dean. I think that might be where we go, but it has to be on Jack's terms. It can't be Sam and Dean trying to put the righteousness against no. him you know they, they can't be he, the ones he to has do that. to make the no we've make already the seen that, we've seen too, that and maybe. how
0: well that went yeah we saw that even in season five when they chose to sacrifice adam like do we really yeah. want to see something <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> such an asshole right
2: <laughs> later adam
0: yeah so i Punk don't think bitch we don't want to see that. We also don't. None of us are. We, most of us like Jack. I'd say ninety nine percent of the fandom likes Jack. I like Jack. Yeah. So that's not something we want to see. I don't we see don't him get adam Well, even yeah. even with what he did when he was like
1: climbing <laughs> into the the Malik box, the Malik. we were all like, "Oh fuck, that's this is messed up." up. Yeah, you no, know, oh, this is totally like, Adam. It was like the look at the flowers, Lenny. Like you just felt like a monster kind of thing. <laughs> it's totally Adam.
2: He's totally Adam. Don't yeah. Adam me, bro. Don't, don't Adam me. me, bro. Don't. <laughs> Now, this is the same size cage as Adam's geez. guys. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, my name's Adam. Oh, nice to meet you, man. What are you doing here? Oh, now they left me here,
1: too. Well, unlike Adam, we know that Jack <laughs> is going to have some sort of value still. <laughs> Jesus, It's true because we had that whole bit in the garden with the snake. That's true. Giving yeah. him his soul back and that those vague allusions to him being <clears> far more important to some sort of. Cosmic balance, and and that comes back down to Billy's ultimate plan and trying to take out Chuck.
0: I gotta say that's one of the best things of season fifteen so far. The garden is the Occultum, the Garden oh, yeah. of Eden. That was the serpent. Awesome. The fact that Jack
2: received a soul from the well, serpent—it's—it's mean, it's good because it actually matters. Well, it matters, and also it's just
0: what holy shit! What does that fucking mean? I'm still thinking about that. And is we the had to Occultum
1: go- in the Garden the birthplace of light and dark? Amara and Chuck like yes. where did they come from if this thing has that kind of power
0: right and keeping it you know connected to Sam and Dean that's a that's a big thing but at the end of the day you know all this is building being built up that Jack is going to be the savior right of of humankind he's right. going to defeat Chuck and God and listen it's going in that direction it feels like that but I'm hoping it's going to be a switcheroo maneuver that he's going to have an important part to play something at a grander scale But when it comes down to defeating Chuck, AKA God. Yeah. As a fan, Thomas, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. Because from a fan perspective, do we really want Jack to be the one to defeat Chuck? I feel like personally it has to be Sam and Dean. They're the ones that got to bring him to his end.
2: It's going to, it's got to be right. What's going to happen is is Sam and Dean are going to kill God and, and, uh, Jack's going to kill Amara. And
0: you think it's going to be that simple? It has to
2: be. I mean, you're on the right track here. Like, yeah. the sh- the, as much as we love Jack, to it wouldn't feel right. It would have feel right. right to the show. If because you, Jack is important at this yeah, point. But it's Sam and Dean. Man. But, well, but so the lives so that
0: have been fucked with continually is Sam and Dean across multiple universes. Sam and Dean have been fucked with. Here's the thing. Jack, gotta be them.
1: Jack, for all that we love of him as a character, Jack is a weapon. Plain yeah, and simple. That's Sam, a good way to put Sam it. Sam yeah. and Dean, if you finish the story and the end is, and then Sam and Dean stood by and watched, that's not a satisfying ending. From a, from a fan perspective and from a writing perspective, you have to have Sam and Dean be the ones who somehow whatever way there's going to be a trigger eventually and, and and that like the plan is Jack but then that doesn't work and then once again like they've done every time he doesn't predict them and they somehow due to his own narrative you know hubris have the power to kill a god because they've done it time and time again I don't I see them being the ones who did it I see maybe Jack taking out Amara because Dean can't and I see it being more that with you think the cosmic... Do they still have
0: that connection? I don't,
1: I don't know. I don't think... Well, they've changed I, Amara entirely as well, a character. Well, I don't think
2: Amara... I don't think Amara actually is going to be upset at the fact that they want to kill her. Yeah, I think I think she's going to be like, well, okay, it's time to go. Like, I see Sam and Dean pulling the trigger
1: somehow on Chuck, and I feel like Jack has to be the one to somehow take over that cosmic balance to... His self-sacrifice will be he has to carry the mantle because someone, something has to. Between heaven falling and Chuck being a twat and (laughs) and Amara having to go because of a balance aspect. See, they're going to need to be the ones to do it themselves. And he has to, like, take over.
0: And they can't see him A kingmaker scenario. Yeah. Where you have Sam and Dean, uh, one of our listeners in our Patreon Discord, Mm -hmm. says... uh, Sam and Dean sacrifice themselves for Jack. And yes, it would be devastating. It would be sad, all of those things. But if you were to have them defeat Chuck, sacrifice themselves essentially in order to put or prop up Jack to take over the universe and keep things in balance. I mean, that would be a satisfying conclusion. Maybe, but my my issue with that is
2: that there goes our movie in three years Well,
0: <laughs> now they can literally do it's, anything
1: i find it harder to accept because also the thing is let's think about how tonally that fits they give up their lives and sacrifice for jack okay so now and then castiel dies because he's no longer happy or he's finally happy so he thing. just dies jack's like, he then let, here's the thing then that leaves jack alone to to figure out this world and that's kind of a dark setup when you really think about it what's more of a traditional Winchester setup and sadder truthfully is that people who love the Winchesters i.e. Jack and Cass sacrifice themselves somehow whether that's an actual death or I have to keep cosmic balance so I won't see you guys again until you die maybe eventually sort of deal and they're forever as Ryan had his whole theory back like a year ago now of forever being separated despite that family unit. I feel like that is a far more Winchester esque sad ending because that feels more like Jack saying the world still needs you guys to be the Winchesters, to be hunters, to go do this stuff. All take care of the afterlife kind of aspect. I feel like if they sacrifice themselves for Jack, then he's left alone to figure it out with no one to talk to or relate to. Yeah. And I don't
0: feel like that works as well. Personally but I mean maybe we will we, we'll see one of the listeners in discord step jar says that I just want there to be no supernatural and that's an idea that and that we is had, one we've talked that about. we had discussed in one of our patreon shows that it would be an interesting way uh, to end the show like end everything that's supernatural that's how you give Sam and Dean that way out that's how you give them their true happy ending allow them to rest because there's nothing left to fight that they can rest easy knowing they can live a normal life. See, I like that idea. I've, we've said that the only thing is when you have an episode, bringing it back to this specific episode here, when you have an episode titled last holiday and they build up so much around the idea that this is the last hurrah, that this is the last time they're going to be happy, get it all in. Now I don't see it going in that direction. I see it. I see it ending bloody and sad.
2: In a way, I kind of prefer it. I want them to Thelma Louise right off. Honestly, the edge. it's
0: hard for me to say because at this point, it can go any direction, and uh, it could work. It just is all about. It's all about how you execute it, how it's delivered. Yeah, that's it, true. Almost anything can work with this show at this point. It's just how's it done. How you? How are you going to get there? And how are you going to do it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I am partial to Swan Song and that bittersweet ending which I feel like is just more relatable. A, a true happy ending feels almost fake these days. And a completely bitter, sad ending just feels like a slap to the taint. And and nobody enjoys that. <laughs> you know, where you have the bittersweet, where you get some wins and some losses. I feel like that's a far more relatable and realistic look at things. So that's kind of what I'm pulling
0: for. But your step jar also says, I want Sam and Dean dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. <laughs>
1: I was like, okay. it could go either way. Like you said, it ultimately comes down to my how alt-count. do they how do they execute it. I also want Sam and Dean dead. Anything can work if done right. Yeah, so yeah, we'll like, see. Yeah,
2: if they die, it'll be worked right.
1: And you know, the last holiday bit, it does feel like a reminder that things are kind of going to go poorly for them. I, that maybe not in the episode itself, but in the title alone. You do kind of get that same sense from that Christmas episode in season three where this will be the last Christmas. This will be the last time because we knew at that time Dean was on the short list of less than a year. You get a similar semblance and that's why they're kind of jam packing all those holidays and things like that into a short time. Letting us know a, a sadder time is definitely around the corner. Now despite the stutter stepping issues of season 15, which there have no doubt been and the meandering myth arc, which there has no doubt been that has unfortunately, I think taken up what four or five, maybe six out of the last 14 episodes. This, this episode does still do a few things to set the stage for the final setup. You know, they, they get their happy moments in a way. Sam gets a traditional date night
0: Oh, with dude. happy
1: endings. Dean's dream Ugh. of having essentially mom make
0: him lunch. <laughs> the man's simple. Is Dean Let's... really that simple? Dude, I mean, what? Uh, they've really dumbed Dean down really, to like, like it. grade school level. Uh, he's always been a silly dude, but he was always a dude. He's and also he banging a,
2: chicks in the back of his fucking car. Well, it, he, they, he, he was they, a they,
1: smart ass. He had quips. His funny moments
0: were always also like he a jab was never to actually dumb. Exactly. He was always intelligent. And for some reason, over the last couple of years, they He's continually dumb him down to a moron. I don't understand what that's not funny. You're, you're turning a character who's a badass into a dummy. I, it's weird. I don't know if I like it. It doesn't gel with me.
1: Yeah. And it's strange. I'll, I'll say this bit now. I really had a hard time with Dean being portrayed in this episode. <laughs> Because it didn't feel like <laughs> Dean, it felt like once again it was Scooby Doo, Dean. a caricature of Dean, a joke version. I mean, when he came out in the pajamas, that was a real low blow to me, like a moral blow to me. Where I was like, really, we're we're gonna fucking totally lean into it? And I get it. I get that some people like it, and some people in these days Kinda- they don't shit on
0: other people's fun. Yeah, Thomas the difference though is the difference the is, though, is that they have taken things that make up who Dean is yeah. over the last let's say 8, 10 years things that we identify as being so Dean and they've turned them into character caricatures. Mm-hmm. Cartoon versions of that and they really don't When Dean liked food is because he was that dude that liked food. Yeah, I have cousins like that. Ryan's like that. Hey, so when's Thanksgiving dinner at this family's house? And then when's Thanksgiving dinner at this house? It's about, it's that, it's (laughs) that big boy mentality. I'm going to go eat multiple meals. Now they've turned that idea into he's just kind of an idiot. Yeah. I mean, it's not a deal breaker. I just Anytime they try to make Dean do these things, it never sits well with me. He's over just the last an idiotic of years. version
2: of himself. And unfortunately, it makes this character that in the first 10 seasons was a fucking straight up badass, you know, would walk in and cat people in the and like they were killing folks. In yeah, this one. I, I know. But like I just and then I'm sorry, dude, but the, I laughed. But at the same time, I was like, what? Like the scene where they blow the door open with a grenade launcher and then Sam comes in with Mjolnir. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. It was fun. I, yeah. Super fun. I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like it either. Dean's Have my favorite. Have some fun, Ryan. All right. I quit. Have some fun. <laughs> I, I just, I, 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 My problem
1: was from a character standpoint, the, it might feel funny, but yeah. the fact that he might, he considered even jokingly for a half second, selling everyone out because for she made sandwich. him a sandwich. The Ghostbusters fucking song. Did he really
0: it, want to sell them out? Or was it just like, hey, can we at least, you know, make sure she's all bad? Was she was he really juggling that thought?
1: It it felt like it was played more like that. Yeah. Whereas if he like he's like <sighs> takes a bite, damn, that's good. All right, gun. Like like you could have still played it where he likes food and he regrets that this is where it's gotten to. But it was more of that like, oh man, can't, can't we figure out a way to keep her around still? And that just felt caricature, Dean. Yeah, where food is this important. Okay. you know,
0: I, I can see that point. But also now look at the conversation Sam and Dean had in the car. And how Sam even brought it up. Are you really going to just do what you do and stick your Head in the sand and escape all your problems and not deal with them. I'm paraphrasing, but that was the gist of the conversation. And what did Dean say? Essentially saying, that's what I do best. When they were talking about Jack. So the episode was designed around that idea. It was designed around the idea that Dean wants to forget. He'd rather stick his head in the sand for a little while and be a kid. Be silly. Be dumb. Enjoy life. Remember why they started fighting in the first place. And when you take into into account all the previous episodes we've seen over the last couple years, they have doubled down on that idea that Dean, and this is something that goes back to season one. Yes. Dean, Dean rather not talk about things, and he rather pretend it doesn't exist. Look at season two, where he tells Sam, let's hit the road. Let's go to Las Vegas. Let's but, but gamble. Right
1: there. That's my point is previously when he's done that kind of cuz even in the Christmas episode in season 3, he was Let's get a tree. Let's do the whole works. So right. it will be fun. He's always had that kind of bitter sweet jaded but like like oh it's totally fine cries behind right. a smile attitude that Jensen has done a fantastic job of portraying even that episode with Meredith Glynn where he was losing his memory essentially Alzheimer's had that kind of funniness to him but also the true pain that he's hiding this felt just pure comedic silliness
0: without that sincerity you're not wrong and you're actually right so here what Mm -hmm. you're getting Is you're getting an episode written by writers who understand the basics of Dean Winchester. But have not been around for years. But they don't understand how deep the character is. Right. And that's why it's lacking the substance that comes with that. Because you're right. In past episodes where they would do the same thing. were also hit smack in the face with something highly emotional. That really hits us as the audience who's known him. There were moments where I felt like they were going to take us there. Like when Jack and Dean were locked in the same room together. I thought and so too. I, and I still question you had all. You had the entire thing set up for you. You literally could ha- could have had a very emotional moment where the two of them talk. They were locked in a room together and you don't have them actually I-
1: talk about the issue that they neither of them wants to face. You have him. Talk about how he wants to stick his head in the sand. But now you force him into a situation where he can't. Right. So and that's where I had my problems. Yeah. I feel
0: like instead of taking it down a serious tone where it should be, have the fun, do everything that you were doing, but give us those real moments, give us those moments of substance where we can all get behind, you know, the single man tier that we love that, exactly. we've, that we've come to expect from. From the show, from this show. Because I, I think if you had had that conversation and then
1: used your buddy as a cannonball to knock down a door, yeah, we would have been okay.
0: Yeah, so I do. I agree and I disagree. I see where you're coming from, but again, we're dealing with Jeremy Adams as a writer, and people may say, "Michael, fuck you. This is supernatural, and you shouldn't be justifying it if it's subpar." Mm-hmm. And people and, might be saying, "Fuck listen, you, will, Thomas.
2: Let's have fun with it." I'll and glad- everyone's saying, "I want to fuck Ryan." So, I, Oh, that's three fucks right there. Yeah, I don't know. Well, how do you not know?
0: <laughs> I don't know? You want it? What? No. Uh, you weren't even on the island during the previous show.
2: <laughs> I was. I was on my own island. My <laughs> island was better. But I, had point hookers, is, I had hookers were, and blackjack. No, you did better. it in your my mind. In your mind, because my you were alone was, on that island. My island was better, dude. I had my own island with hookers and blackjack. There was nothing there. That wasn't the game.
0: <laughs> All right. Fuck so, so. <laughs> We and with this whole bit, so Linda L- Linder, for saying the name wrong. I apologize. <laughs> In the De- Patreon Linden. group, uh, Linder Hill, an interesting, not as well thought out retread of a very SBN Christmas. Yeah, I can buy that. Yeah, and I and I
1: did a whole bit on that. I, I think it's still written still on the website.
0: And uh, Miss Monkey 9920 says, a very She's all a very Espian Christmas is in my top 10. This paled in comparison. Yeah, that's. I think that's so the it seems thing. like we're kind of all on the same page with some of our listeners is it's listen, we we can get behind the concept. But when it comes down to it, when you should have you done to do more, when you should have dug deeper, you pulled back. Yeah. And that's because I was waiting for that moment. The moment they were thrown in that room together, I was like, fuck, yes, this is going to happen. And that's the thing is, we're going to get that moment. They're yes. forced to talk to each other. Dean is forced to look at the person alone that killed his mother. And Fuck. instead they pulled back. Yeah.
1: And that's the thing is that you needed to go the extra mile because we've done that for 15 years. This longer, is what we want from years. Jensen. This exactly. is that was
0: a perfect Jensen Ackles
1: setup. Exactly. Let that
2: man act.
1: Let him do it. He and, is. and sadly, he is. we didn't season have season on the boys. Sadly, we didn't have that. And because the thing is, we know that Dean is still having problems with the death of Mary. We know that he's not ready to just, as we say, forgive Jack at this point. And it's an element that needs to be there. It needs to still be a bit of a wavering. How does he really feel? Where is his loyalties lie in that aspect? And it's been a little inconsistent within the writing because of the chosen stories and what order they've been placed in. I mean, not to mention the fact that Chuck is the true enemy. So how much blame can you put on Jack if Chuck's a complete asshole, you know? But it is something that we need to address. By the end of the episode, we sort of got a half recompense apology. Not yeah. really, but it sort of. Yeah, it seemed like, it like, was like was Dean started, started to, dude. but he wasn't quite there yet. Like it was just about as solid as that cake. Like, it's like a half oh,
2: cake kind of, eh, yeah, dude. but not really. Hey, it looked good. Had that frosting, I'd still eat it. I would have ate it. Dude. Yeah. Like, thanks, bro. All's <laughs> forgiven. All's forgiven, man. This is a sweet confetti cake. Thanks.
1: Well, the thing is, though, with what has happened and now that he has a soul once again, I feel like we need to almost go back to the beginning of season 13 where they all sit down for therapy because oh my God. That, that, was that was a great a fucking episode. episode. Yeah. And here we're just kind of not. Addressing something that very seriously needs to be worked through.
0: I mean, do you mem- remember the pain that Sam went through dude. when he got his soul back? And like I said at the top of the show, it's something that they dealt with for a season and a half. There was the ramifications of Sam not having a soul lasted for another, I want to say, 16 episodes.
2: Yeah, he never, he didn't bang any hot chicks, dude. Well, the other thing, too. Got of, his soul back, couldn't bang a chick, dude. The other thing, too, of, of,
1: Mary how in the beginning of season 13, when they had that therapy episode with Jack, (laughs) Sam being so sad that he really didn't get a relationship with his mom again. And now she's gone again. And we don't, uh, we need to address that in some way. She wasn't back all that long once they finally came back from apocalypse world. So it's something that they need to have Sam and Dean and Jack work through. And that's why I wanted that scene in the bunker You know, with Dean and and Jack, that at least would have been a start. Yeah, I agree.
2: I just I I I don't know what you have them even say there. I mean, what what does Dean say? He's clearly not ready at that moment. Well, he could even he you push him. Well, he said that he
0: he literally said, I'm trying here, Jack. But that's why you you get Jack to To start talking. Yeah, you get Jack to cry and say, I am so sorry how is Dean not going to break down when he sees that? Exactly. Happening? You create ways to motivate your characters to react to each other. And yes, it wouldn't make sense for Dean to be the one to broker that conversation. Yeah. It would be out of character, but you create a discomfort level. Well, Jack has you his use, soul back. You All use those emotions. Emotions. I
2: mean, Dean was out of character the whole episode. I mean, he's dancing around like a fucking buffoon. So <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I mean, what do you, what do you expect, man? You want him to be in character, but then he's dancing around in a fucking nighty. Yeah. So, with well, a, that's with what a happens when
0: you have a hack writer write the episode. I'm, <laughs> I'll just say it: the story is solid. When they were breaking down the season, you know, on the whiteboard, this was a good idea, a good concept. But then you choose Jeremy Adams to write it, and he is one of the worst writers of of that I've ever. Scooby Doo writer. He might be one of the worst writers of Supernatural. I ha- I hate to say that about a guy, but I mean, come on. Yeah, he seems like he doesn't even understand the characters at times,
1: because I, I don't think he does. And that's not trying to be a dick. I just don't think you can come into season fifteen when you worked on Scooby Doo and be like, "Yeah, I totally figured it out."
0: And didn't we just say if like? If that, in fact, we've said this for over a season now that this room of writers is some of the best writers we've had on this show in years. It's just the leadership. Mm-hmm. The leadership isn't great. So you have a room full of writers. That are so fucking good, and you assign one of the final That's, episodes to Jeremy <sighs> Adams. I what the
1: fuck? Davy Perez wrote has been one of the most consistent writers. Meredith Glynn has grown exponentially. She's Amazing. Both of them fucking get it, and they've had Davy's had one episode this entire season. Meredith Glynn has one, two, three, and two of them were co-written. Yeah, it's
2: just
0: like. It's, it's, just frustrating. Throw them that's this all. stuff. Yeah, that's
2: more nuanced. No, dude. We needed the fun jokes and the and the fucking They scooby- needed a lunch sack. I, I don't
0: even mind the fun jokes. The scooby it, doo the way it really. was written. That's all. All right, so live re time. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want more of this exciting discussion,
1: or if you want to hear more about the other shows in Supernatural that we've reviewed, yes, we have reviewed other shows beyond just seasons, what essentially nine ten through to today. Yeah. Head on over to Patreon.com slash Rainman Digital, where you can subscribe, help out the network, and get access to all the video casts and bonus shows. This month we've started breaking down the second supernatural comic book story arc, and we are getting still and I think we're right about halfway through mm-hmm. season two's retrospectives, where we do this exact same style show, going all the way back through season one, all the way. We're going the whole gamut we're partway through season two right now. And you can listen to all that by subscribing to our Patreon page. Every little bit helps out, keeps the lights on, lets us do so much more. So patreon.com slash Rainman Digital. Subscribe. We thank each and every one of you. You don't know how much that helps.
0: There's a tier that where I, if you subscribe, there's a certain tier. It's called the No Ryan Passive Aggressive tier. And it's just basically <laughs> me deleting all of the... Just wide gaps of silence, and then yeah, like, that's a good point, right <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, it's just him saying, I gotta poop. Like, I just replaced all of his negativity with a drop.
2: Oh my god, I oh, I gotta poop. Look, my negativity is warranted, and negativity? if you want to, if you want to censor my, <laughs> did you say negativity? Ne- <laughs> my naked, my <laughs> negativity that's going to show up when we do the uh, the porn uh, episode.
0: Um, <laughs> no, not, my, my,
2: we're not doing it now. Look, no, my, doing ne- it. my ne- spit all out all over my fist. <laughs> <laughs> my negativity is warranted only on the things that I'm negative about. So you know, like it's warranted. I can't help it, dude. I, I, I can't help it that the things that I'm negative about suck. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So when we take a bigger look, let, let's let's dial it back a little bit and look at the episode more as a whole. This this episode was clearly not about advancing the main myth
2: arc. No, th- this was a this was a, you know, in all sense of purposes a filler episode.
1: It it was a bit of a filler episode and it's I think the the soul the intent originally was more about trying to make them think about all the things that they've haven't had, all the things that they are essentially still fighting for. Those moments that really matter are the family moments, those holiday moments, those mm-hmm. Memories you build together and bringing that to light and, and making that a forefront element in our mind. Cause I think you're right, Mike. I think if it had been written better, we would have had more of that heart string. Fuck. This is the last time they're going to be happy kind of bit.
2: I don't even think it's that Thomas. I don't think the like writing. Yes, I, I agree. But I, I still think that this episode is plagued by the fact of just how slow this season's been. Mm -hmm. the the massive breaks if we if if like mike said earlier if we watch this episode with back to back with the previous episodes i just don't think it's as it's as as you know writing wise bad as we think i don't think you would you would be
0: as frustrated
2: right now yeah i Mm -hmm. i I think like when i was watching this episode again i know earlier i said that i i the way I think about this final season in the last couple episodes is like, holy shit, this should be mind-boggling episodes. But you have to look at this one and you have to take a step back and say, okay, this was already a canned episode. This was already shot. This was already done. There was nothing, this was in, you know, they put it in the season where it is. And if I think that if this would have came out right after the last episode and there was no 19-month break, which mm-hmm. is what it seems like, um, I don't think it would be as, as difficult for us to stomach the episode. And I think... I understand what they were trying to do, and it's, it's like you just said, that, like this is an episode of hey, these are all the things that we're fighting for. These are all the things that we didn't get to do because we were out busting our ass, killing monsters and saving the world multiple times. So, I I liked the heartfelt message with that. I think the slapstick Dean, I, I can't get behind because Dean is my favorite character. But I feel like this episode would have had a lot more weight to it if it wasn't plagued by those shitty downsides of COVID and, and all that. Right.
0: Because when you look at how this is sandwiched in within the season, as Thomas was getting into the fact that this episode is essentially a reflection of events and not forgetting why they do all of this. Mm -hmm. I believe the wood nymph even said that like, like you guys need to enjoy yourself. So you remember why you're doing this. It's, and it, it is, Again, looking at the subject that they were trying to tackle, it is important for them to remember why they are yeah,
2: fighting. Absolutely. I also am very, extremely disappointed that the wood nymph wasn't hot. Because every time I've seen nymphs or any type of wood nymph or <laughs> you know water nymph or whatever, they're always hot chicks. Well, okay, so if this was like 10 years ago. It would have been a blazing hot right babe, dude, that was right. a wood nymph. And Dean probably would have banged her. But we're
0: dealing with Dab and he's a gentleman. Right. That's so why he grandma. puts uh, Sam in, in sweater vests. And oh, like, my fucking God.
2: God. Dude. I was half expecting. <laughs> uh, hold on. I was half
1: I ex- literally thought, is are they those pussy ass versions from an alternate universe? on. Having
0: respect, is not pussy, Thomas. They were an Old animal. Shit.
1: The, here's the thing, Sam is a kind of guy that you don't need to dress up to fake respect because he has actual respect for the people he cares Dude, about. He looked that what, outfit was
2: a
0: fucking know, joke. No, no flowers is going to out trump yeah. the fact that he brought her ass back to life.
2: You know, yeah. I don't think he needs to worry about well, what his hair looks like. I'll bet he brought her ass back to life. The other thing, I mean, <laughs> I mean he did. Thing, I mean, he on. did
0: bring her back to life without eyesight. I mean, or about without ears. Without
2: sight, <laughs> oh wow. Okay, your sight Wait, what is she? She's without eye noises so, yeah, without So so Sam okay, so Sam looked like Sam looked like Kurt Russell's character from uh Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. When he goes to like the whorehouse and he has the glasses and his hair's all parted over. That's what he looked like okay. in that scene. It doesn't like, matter. Jesus is, the fact is, is he of night looks house, like please. a
1: weenie. <laughs> Like let's just be honest here. He looks
2: like a six foot weenie.
1: Come on. So Uh, here's the thing though. Did could this have worked? Yes. Counter argument did we in a season that has been slow rolling for fourteen episodes, when it is the final world Uh, literally world ending season, is this kind of episode needed? Does it matter? Do we need to have it be, hey, here are the things you're fighting for when we're, we have a, a annihilation on a gl- an interdimensional scale sort of thing? Do you need this episode?
2: No, I, mean, I, the think, episode I be think, think this also no comes down
1: to if you write it very, very well. We didn't need, I keep coming back to this. You didn't need, technically, the Christmas episode in season three. But because it was done so fucking well, no, it makes we needed feel it feel all those emotions the right way. And that somber fuck, this is the last Christmas. This is like somber.
2: (laughs) How does a somber fuck go? Mike,
1: you cry while it happens.
2: Oh God. Are we really doing this?
0: You reflect (laughs) on the side of you. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's a drop.
1: Uh, but I think if it's written well, you get that emotional payoff. And if it's not, and if it's not, (laughs) you just kind of have a misfire episode. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I mean, and that's the thing that the other problem that I kind of had with this was that there were some major elements that are revealed in a, off remark way the one thing I talked about earlier is that I spent about 10 to 15 minutes going back to previous episodes and rewatching scenes because Dean just casually mentions well we got to kill Amara too and you know I'm like did Billy say yeah, that? Okay, when the fuck okay, did that happen?
0: Okay I thought that was just me No no I I had that same epiphany too. And I, I like, rewatched the episode Same So I'm like wait a second Did you um, literally forget to tell
1: us that? They never said they needed to kill Amara Exactly now, logically, we logically, can argue when Chuck, can't Chuck have was about to die, dark. You can't, yeah, you in can't season have, 11, yeah. when Chuck was dying, things were going screwy, Yeah, that- so we could make the argument that we could assume that, but when you're going to say, yeah, we're going to literally double your deity death quota...
0: Okay, that's something they have not mentioned. You
1: might want to fucking mention that one, Billy. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah,
2: so I mean, that's, that's the logical that's, fan would say, "Hey, you know, you can't have light without dark, and like, it, yeah, you have to kill both." We but
0: know we know how we know the that. universe works right. according but to like, Chuck, anyways. Yeah. Again, we don't know if that was even legit. That could have been just part of his story. It could have been, you know. But so. at the same time, you you
1: can't write the episode assuming that people watched four seasons previously. Or yeah. can you? That needed to be a bigger conversation,
2: or that. Yeah, that's an interdimensional telescope. Dude, okay, okay. That was the one thing that I had a like, problem with. Oh, okay. oh come, God, God. come You've on. You've been in this goddamn bunker for how long and now? All
0: right. But but they've known the telescopes never worked, right? Wasn't that the entire ongoing joke? That the telescopes never worked? Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I maybe I don't no, remember. No,
2: no, 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 no. It's not an ongoing joke because she says he says oh I looked through it the other day and there's nothing there and, and she Jesus goes says, oh, oh that's not good. not good
0: well I know because she got it to work right that was her point she made it work went with her extra power with it her finally, extra
2: with her old nymph, lady power was her nymph
0: power so her nympho powers <laughs> so I didn't have a problem with that because again I could be wrong but I thought that was an ongoing joke that the telescope never worked I don't, I don't think we that. ever had didn't they mention the telescope that they don't know what it does no Oh well, I don't no, recall. It just, it just I just couldn't say for Listen, certain. 15 years of, of shows just comes and goes. It just goes. It just, even when you're jamming so much inside, there's only so much you can remember.
2: Right. Once you get as much in there as you can. Yeah. And if to, there's
0: listeners listening, uh, please let us know.
2: You've got to release some tension <laughs> with
0: so we did no, have a little bit of that. That was so, kind of a yeah. hand fisted way to so, tell us, hey. Oh, it looks like you two are fucked. Well, Later. God has officially, <laughs> I guess at this point, destroyed. Distro- yeah, there's nothing left except
1: this world. Yeah. I, I think that's what we can safely say.
2: I feel like the, t- the telescope is neat, but the goddamn table. Can you imagine how much time and effort that would have fucking saved? Having the table just boop. Oh, yeah, there's a fucking nest well, of vampires over here.
0: So, listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend the logical issues don't bother me. It did bother me. Like, you're telling me that they never knew that there was a standby button and a reset button. Why did he hit the standby button with a
1: hammer when the reset buttons were locked up? Because it's a cartoon. Honest. He literally pulled an Acme hammer but and button, just like fucking
2: smashed it. Buttons aren't toys. Thomas, you've got to hit him with a hammer in cartoons. So that part
0: did kind of, you know, the logic. There's some logical issues that did. I'm work
1: a hammer me. What here. the fuck is in that smoothie that can take out a Nephilim? Let's give Chuck an injection of smoothie.
2: I don't know, but that smoothie looked good it's as fuck. plot
0: devices and things, you know, just that it just pulled out of thin air to that, justify <laughs> reasons because that, that really bothers <laughs> <me>. that literally. <laughs> and I think that was in Jeremy Adams notebook when he was writing this episode, <laughs>
1: And that's the thing that bothers me, dude, because you could have had all of this be that emotional bit that we've already talked to death. But you could have had the logic work, too, to where, hey, we need to kill Amara, we said in a previous episode because we're competent.
0: Yeah, look, and Monkey this Monkey knows, MacGuffin, cough, cough. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking.
1: And then in this episode, when you have a wood nymph fully power the bunker and it can find a nest of vamps, which apparently a nest is two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're telling me this thing can read the entire globe and it doesn't say, holy fuck, there's a giant Amara darkness over here because presumably every other dimension has been destroyed. So why
0: work it into the story, man? Work in what you're bringing in. I don't have a problem with the... Uh, no, I just thought the table was cool. I just yeah. wish we would have known about it way but, earlier. But that's the things,
1: like I'm like, okay. All right. The table, dude, like, like use it is what I'm saying. And yeah, I, I kind of had an issue. First. There's all right, let's get into final thoughts because, yeah, I just because feel, I
0: just feel like this is the same conversation we've had. It's just, it, these are things that we probably should expect by this point.
2: Yeah. But okay. Okay. Mike, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand your, your thought process on that. I have that rolled these are,
0: over. Uh, yes, you have. have you just you do what really you want to wake me. Me. I, have, I have grabbed my ankles <laughs> and I've spread my ass. <laughs> and, and I'm like, Dab, I just want just the end. Just fuck
2: me in the ass. Just come got, all over my back. I get out of prison in, in two months. I'll just let you do what you want. I I hit, just want at you. least hit my I, prostate. At this
0: point, I just want to enjoy it. And I want to do a Dean and stick my head in the sand. And ignore the things that I don't want to pay attention Dab, to. Dab,
2: just, right. just at least hit
0: This my is the prostate. end of the fucking road.
2: <laughs> all right, Ryan, final thoughts. Um... I, like I said earlier I I, I don't dislike this episode. I, I I understand what they were trying to do. I understand that you know because of COVID the the timing and the pacing just in within the season seems weird because you know it seems like we've had 19 you know mid-season you know premieres. So <laughs> one for each COVID. <laughs> one for each COVID exactly. <laughs> so I I I understand what's going on. Now, if if I had watched this episode, you know full bore within the season and like nothing had Mm -hmm. gone wrong. I probably still would give it the same grade. Okay. Um, I, I feel like this would be just a filler episode. This would be something that we would write off as, you know, filler. And, but then I always, I keep going back to, we're in the last season of supernatural and in the last seven episodes and you're throwing a filler episode at us. So like, I, I I have a hard I have a problem with that, and I know I guess I'm expecting more, and I I know Mike's rolled over and letting Dab rape him up the butthole, but <laughs> I <laughs> expect
0: I feel his fat gut on my back. <laughs> oh, oh and his balls sweat. are bouncing off your balls. I'm okay with it.
2: I I am I I guess I just I I expect more. Yeah. I expect greatness in a season fifteen finale season of a show that I love. So <laughs>
0: Miss, Miss Monkey writes A Road So Far wouldn't have hurt. And I actually we
2: actually yeah, said actually, that we said That's they should have had yeah,
0: that. They should have yeah. had a road so far. Yeah, like, but I it, think it think feels it like hey guys, business as usual, but I'm like, it's but it's, it's not, not. It's guys. Not.
2: It's fucking not. So yeah. I, I I'm gonna give this probably a sixty eight. Oh. Um I I it's
1: higher than I thought you would
2: I I wasn't It's one away from sixty nine. <laughs> I oh. uh, I didn't give a sixty nine just because of that Um, I, I went a little higher than I was going to initially just because I, I did enjoy, um, just watching Jack and Dean actually Mm -hmm. somewhat converse with each other. I also enjoyed, I actually thought the lady that played the wood nymph was actually pretty good.
0: Oh, she was great. Uh, She was was great great, at what she she was was given. Yeah. She was a great
2: actress. So I, I definitely dug that. I, um, And so, yeah, I I, I was going to go a lot lower than that. But I I sat listening and kind of I I thought, well, I got to cut this one a little bit of slack just because of everything that's going on and kind of the double edged sword that we are dealt. So
0: 68. All right, Mike, what about you? Okay. Well, overall, the episode. How it was designed and the purpose of this episode was fine. But the opposite, but the episode, but the episode Episode. probably would have worked better if they had just skipped the funny and focused on the real. Mm. Uh, Sometimes it feels like Dab is that guy in the room at the party that feels uncomfortable whenever there's a real conversation. So he farts. That's me. Or he makes a stupid joke to distract from his own lack of substance and inability to communicate. Yep. But I didn't hate the episode. I had to put myself in the mindset that this was never intended to be a season premiere. Um, I liked the last holiday aspect. Giving Sam and Dean the opportunity to. You know to do things before the end. You know to enjoy life a bit. To be reminded of what this is all about. But. For this type of episode to resonate, the series has to end sad. Otherwise, this entire episode is a waste of time. Is a waste of time. Yep. Because why then highlight these aspects? Why Mm -hmm. dedicate entire episode to the celebration of what's important? Why title an episode The Last Holiday? So for this episode to even make a difference, the series has to end sad otherwise you look back and say well this isn't their last holiday you dumb fucking liars
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking lie
0: yeah i'm a little iffy with the writing i suppose the story and the idea worked for me but the writing might have been a little off kilter jeremy adams isn't too great mm-hmm. i don't understand why you hire a cartoon
1: I, why do you bring someone on the and, last season
0: uh, yeah i very strange. Uh, So this episode, I give an R&B score of 67%.
1: All right, so I'm going to come in here with the executioner's axe.
0: Oh, (laughs) why not Thor's hammer?
1: I had a lot of problems with this episode, and this is with zero regard to thinking it would be a mid-season premiere because I didn't, and I knew it wasn't. I don't hold it against that in any way. My problems come from a significant amount of logistical things. Oh, logistical. The ideas that are are thrown out and not used, like the powered-up board, the idea that this character her entire conflict against Jack is to protect the men of letters, Sam and Dean, who she's known for a couple of weeks, couple of days sort of thing. When at the same time, she's supposed to be some sort of Stockholm syndrome murderer powerhouse for the men of letters. Why does she care so much? They didn't spend any time developing that, but she cares enough for them to give her a picture of, Where are you going to hang that? Also, you're a wood nymph. You're going to nail that to a tree? (laughs) Like, (laughs) but this episode didn't have what I needed to see as a supernatural fan when it comes to heart. This has been done better before with the Christmas one. The conflict with Mrs. Butters is resolved with no, he's good. Trust me. Oh, well, that's all right. Then a little heartfelt speech solves it. For a character to be introduced and not used in any other way, had she been part of the bunker since season eight, since the beginning of this season, since halfway through the season at any point, other than this one episode, it might've carried a little bit more weight. There's just too much power swinging of somebody who doesn't understand supernatural writing. Yeah. And then there's a smoothie and that'll defeat an Nephilim. And I just don't understand when none of this comes back to, as you said, Mike, if this doesn't end sad, then it wasn't the last fucking holiday, you fucking liars. And I sat here, and if I've had a somber moment, or it was more heartfelt and true to the characters, I didn't feel like I was watching Dean. I didn't feel like I was watching Sam, for the most part. It didn't feel like Supernatural, and that might be the biggest crime to me as a Supernatural fan. So I give this episode a 49, because this was one of the lowest ones with the second episode of this season for me. Where I could have skipped it, and not had an impact, and I hate saying that at this point in the game. Big oof. So I'm. I, this was not a win for me. It's not a fail that our score has a fails are in the 30s and below, but it's not where it needed to
0: Wait, be. Where, where'd you give it?
1: 49. The lowest I've given was a 45 to episode two with like, "Hi, I'm Jack the Ripper. Here's Kevin. All right, that was the episode. <laughs> like that one." That was a whole other mess, but I, I just can't vouch for this one. And I really, really, really hope that I don't have to say that anymore.
0: Well, Jeremy Adams isn't writing anymore. For but he's
1: not the season. writer. He's not a writer on the show. And I, I honestly, a lot of that falls on his plate. Him and Dab as the writer and the showrunner. If it doesn't feel like these are the characters I've known for 15 years, that's on you guys.
0: Yeah, and I feel bad for Eduardo Sanchez because he has actually directed, I believe, a few episodes of Supernatural that have been pretty great. I mean, the Chitters. That was a fucking great one. Rock Never Dies. Devil's that was also Bargain,
1: good
0: one. Byzantium.
1: Byzantium, yeah.
0: Byzantium. So he's directed episodes we've all loved. In fact, we always look forward to him ever since Chitters. Yeah. So he was given a shit assignment, and I feel bad for him too on that. Yeah, it kind of marred his he, record. Here's, he here's dove on thing.
1: a grenade. If dude. you if you have incorporated without an actual ghost in the episode, a Ghostbusters song from the '80s, I think somewhere you fucked up. That's just me, because that was I was sitting there. I'm like, or oh, a up marshmallow. That's from the fucking Ghostbusters movie, and I looked it up, and it actually is. So yeah. stay puffed, Marshall, man, you know, that's, that's where I'm at. And I, I feel terrible saying that guys, I don't take, and I, and if you enjoyed the episode, please enjoy the episode. You don't take
0: pleasure in saying that?
1: I don't, I, I do maybe a little bit of six, little sexual pre-cum. pleasure, but if you enjoyed the episode, don't let what I have to say, take away from that. This is just where I'm coming from as a fan.
0: And I truly, well, you're not a fan, obviously. Clearly. Yeah, you're a uh, fucking liar. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm clearly
1: a piece of shit. Well, I hope this is your last holiday, you <laughs> motherfucker.
2: <laughs> okay. I hope with okay. 6
1: episodes left, there is no more filler. I hope it is We've said this too many times. I feel, but I really do hope it is just
0: Listen, all Thomas, there now. Grab your ankles. <laughs> relax spread your and ass, breathe. <laughs> relax. Do a little bit of meditation and I, gu- I guarantee you, you'll enjoy the rest of the season. I was hoping
2: I was hoping you'd press the the drop button there, but okay.
0: The next episode's directed by Matt Cohen. Oh, <laughs> so he, he's a really experienced director. Are you? Are you? What?
1: Uh, are you serious? With is it really?
0: Yeah, he's directed episodes of King of Khan. What?
1: Well, that's the show. Oh, wait, wait, wait folks. no, no. He
0: directed Cowgirl Up TV series back in 2013 Uh, Mama Bear the short film and Gimme Shelter next week's episode (laughs) you may know him from Supernatural fame at the cons (laughs) where he wears a wig (laughs) and dances around like a lunatic fantastic gentleman good actor squandered talent you what (laughs) what are you laughing about Dude, I'm very excited. I don't understand. Hey Matt,
1: you want a job? We've stopped caring.
0: <sighs> They're rewarding him for all the hard work he put in at the cons.
1: I hope he does an
0: amazing what? fucking job. I'm being serious. He deserves this. Ryan's <laughs> Ryan's done. So, thank you all
1: for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll see you all next week. You little maggot. You are no longer a part of this story. Hey, ass butt.